and hope is hard to find. A new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Order now at foxnewsbooks.com. Syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Uh, rejoining me now is Sean Spicer, former press secretary for one Donald J. Trump, and also uh, the host of Spicer and Company on Newsmax weeknights. I hope you'll always watch. Sean, good to talk to you. We haven't talked since the election. Um, one of the things I'm getting pelted with from every corner of the globe is what happened to the new voter, uh, the election integrity laws? Why didn't they fix all the stuff in Arizona and Nevada? What's your best answer to that question? Laxalt hasn't said anything yet, but I have not heard Carrie Lake or um, or Blake Masters in, in sound the alarm and say that there were, you know here are the concerns. Are they counting their ballots in a ridiculously you know amount of time? Yes, uh, but I, the people on the ground there. They don't. They're, they're they're complaining about how long it's taken to get the ballots in, but no one has actually complained that the system is has got problems in it. So if you're listening right now, I, and maybe I'm wrong, but I I have stayed in touch with a lot of folks in Arizona, a lot of folks in Nevada. Um, that's not their complaint. They're saying this is ridiculous how long it's taking to get the count, the votes yeah. in. I don't live there, but that's what I'm hearing. Well, and I know that Rick Grinnell was on the ground in Nevada, um, and he certainly he would know the problems from the end of the last election cycle because the, the president <laughs> sicked him on them right away. He was like, "You're you're you're going to Nevada," um, and I have not heard again. I haven't heard him say the same thing that you said. So then, Mister Spicer, if that is in fact the case, then what? in crying out loud is going on how did how did a voter cycle go through with every issue in their favor and republicans particularly in senate races just kind of cough up a hairball so here's the thing i I just want to like and some of what i say is probably not going to be that popular but like at some point you got to be honest about what's going on yeah so number one there's a lot of blame to go around in terms of who spent money and who didn't did we have the right leadership did they make the right investments or not, and when? I think that's a fair discussion. I will say this. Having looked at a few of these races, folks, I- I'm sorry. Candidates matter. Candidate money matters. If candidates can't raise money and can't do their job, that's a problem. Blake Masters did not run a good campaign. Don Bolduck in New Hampshire did not run a good campaign. Mehmet Oz in, New- in Pennsylvania did not run a good campaign. Were they too reliant on the former president, believing that if they just had his imprimata that it was going to be enough? Yeah, I mean, look, Donald Trump is will endorse you and he'll support you and do a rally. But it's like anything else in life. You have to do the work yourself. At some point, the candidates matter. And and I'm, I mean, like I said, I'm not I, I'm not trying to I like a lot of these folks. I know a lot of them. 
Uh, I'm not trying to, to, you know, talk ill of these folks. But at some point, we have to have an honest discussion because everybody wants to blame everybody but the people who actually didn't run good campaigns. I mean, the bottom line is Chris Sununu won by 15 points in New Hampshire yep. and Don Bolduck lost by over 10. But you think about it. I mean, Carrie Lake, I think, ran a good campaign in Arizona. Um, and, you know, it's still going down to the wire there. Part of this is to for for folks to be willing to say, like, let's have a real discussion about what happened. Um, who 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 did a good job? Who didn't do a good job? You know, everybody wanted to focus on the economy, rightly so. I mean, this administration has done a horrible job. The Democrats, to their credit, did a very good job of scaring voters about democracy and abortion. Republicans turned out six million more people nationwide. Like, we didn't do a bad job on messaging. What the Democrats realized towards the end of the election, and we had this huge enthusiasm gap for a while. Republicans were doing really well. And then what happened is the Democrats realized, okay, we just need to scare our voters because their voters were complacent. They were upset. They didn't like the job that Biden was doing. I get it. Hey, no one was happy. So they went out there and basically just scared them. It was that they did a better job of getting their folks out there as well. Yeah. And um, and so, again, part of this is uh, is for us to understand it. And I think for a lot of folks, they said, okay, well, there's no there's no way that these guys can you know, do well, like – it's not going to be a problem. And it was a problem. Let me ask you a little X's and O's here. Uh, if McCarthy gets a majority in the House, and I, I think out of, what, 20 seats left, he's he, they've got leads in nine of the races or something like that. So I think there's – and they only need six. But let's assume that he has a one- or two-vote majority. Um, the, I think the MAGA caucus is going to be about 80 I think the uh, more moderate caucus is going to be about 40, and I don't know where all the others uh, come down. But – what what is the biggest challenge for him in a bad economy, a bad economic cycle, and not having power to do much except to stop uh, the Senate and the president? How does how does he govern for the, these next two years? I, 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 the question you're asking is, I think, the same question that everybody's asking. Uh, and frankly, I think the bigger question right now that Kevin McCarthy is asking is, can I get to you know, 218 votes. So look, people have got, tomorrow is Tuesday. There's going to be a, a leadership election. He needs half of the conference, the Republican conference form. He'll get it. Um, it's, it, you know, he, he is, he's going to get that, that half. Um, uh, he will keep them together. The problem that he has to solve, and we've got Bob Good on the show today uh, from Virginia, who is part of the Freedom Caucus. It's not supporting McCarthy. Um, McCarthy's going to got to figure out how do I keep all those guys in line? In January, because that to be speaker, you you got to vote of the full house, the whole house. It's not just the conference. You only need fifty percent plus one in the conference. So he'll get the nomination today, no question about it. Tomorrow, but I have, I think he's going to be sweating bullets until January fifth. Hmm. It's going to be interesting. I mean, and then, and then, I mean, and then, and then, I think then the question that you're asking comes into alignment. Like, okay, now how do you govern? And I think you govern. I think that the you know there has to, basically. I think this is like you know you bring in the coach. And you go, all right, guys, here's the deal. We're either a team or we're not. Yeah. We're not going to get everything we want every day because any one member can then be the, the sort of you know, the turn the they punch They become hole. the all-powerful guy. Yeah. Look and you've you got to say, hey, guys, either we sink or swim together, but you know, this is how this is going to go. Yeah. And so either you're with the team or you're not. But that's the only way it works. Last question, and because thanks for your time. The, uh, the runoff in Georgia – there were yep. about 100,000 third-party votes. Um, they obviously didn't choose to vote for their incumbent. Does Herschel win a squeaker in the runoff? Yeah, but I don't think because of that. I think if you're a libertarian and went out and voted 
libertarian. Um, you're you're not like they, they they knew what they were doing. They never thought their guy was going to win in the first place. It's not like they're like, okay, gosh, now it matters. Um, so they weren't ever with Herschel. Um, they knew that he their guy, their libertarian. But I do think that he wins for different reasons. I think that people of Georgia realize how close the Senate is, what's at stake, and and are basically going to go out there and and. I mean, I, I, the people. I think when you when it didn't, there wasn't any context when they voted. They didn't know what was at the line. And yes, I know the majority itself isn't on the line, but it kind of is. I mean, you, it takes Mansion or once you know we're, we're, we'd be one vote hey, away. Mansion and Cinema helped us with with a right, 50, 50 split exactly. That, right. That, that's so does Kemp so, does Kemp go out and uh, yes. and, and and help him every day get get out on the trail? He, he I think Kemp Kemp wants to be seen as the kingmaker. That brought it over the top in Georgia. So I, I, I believe that Kemp will. I know that his machine, his get out the vote, his turnout operation is going to be with Herschel. Yeah. Um, and, and, and Kemp's very popular. Also, I think, like I said, I, I don't, I, you, we cannot underestimate the fact that, like, people in Georgia now go, okay, this, this is all on the line now. We're not voting for Raphael Warnock or Herschel Walker. We are voting for the Biden agenda. And for the Biden nominees, every one of these nominees is is what we're voting for. I, I hope that you're right. Sean Spicer, the biggest uh, benefit for me from election night this year was I don't ever have to hear the names Beto O'Rourke or Stacey Abrams ever again. Uh, hey, have a great uh, show. At least for two more years. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, I, look, and I, I, I think it was we, we at Newsmax had a huge turnout. Uh, it was a turnout. Uh, we did. It was, uh, it was amazing to see how many people tuned in. Um, and I uh, got to see, uh, you know, our coverage. So I'm hoping that they keep doing that. Yeah. Deshaun Spicer, Spicer and Company, every weeknight, uh, Newsmax. Always appreciate you, brother. Thanks for being here. You bet, Kevin. Take care. Kevin McCullough coming right back.